any guy who used to date a girl, stop following her on all social media. If you guys don't date anymore, like you don't need to be a part of her life anymore, you know, and not in a, in a bad way necessarily. You can be, but you have to revert the relationship to friendly as opposed to friends. Okay. You know, because at the end of the day, like, like you said, like you see online, like you see when someone sees what you're doing or you see when someone likes or comment, shares, whatever, like it is that you're doing. And that can be like intrusive in a way you know to a lot of people and but people who have moved past the situation it's not intrusive and usually people who still follow like the lives the daily lives of people that they used to date or that there was something that happened between them and they find themselves unable to stop following them is because they haven't really moved on What's up, everybody? This is Ahmed and Luffy, and this is the Brotherly Love Podcast. How are you doing today, Luffy? I'm and good, how are? Man. I'm so sorry. Go ahead again. I said I'm good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry for cutting you off. I was about to say like, how are you guys doing? We'll get to them later. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Today's the first day of like sunshine in a long time. Yes, that is true. Yeah, it was raining for a few days here, and it kind of got me down a little bit. But now we're back up. Yeah. So hopefully this podcast can bring back up your moods. Oh yeah. Every time we shoot the podcast, it always brings my mood because I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if uh, in the beginning it's not as like big or whatever it is, I'm happy just doing it because it's something I actually like doing. I like talking about certain topics. I like just talking and hearing myself talk as narcissistic as that sounds. <laughs> no, I definitely feel you on that. Yeah. It's definitely like a sounding board, so... Yeah, especially as like a recording artist. I just hear myself all the time. Mm. It's nice. But um, let's just let's just jump into it. It's a, a topic that I wanted to touch upon. Um, I think it was roughly around episode three I wanted to touch upon, touch upon it, but I never really had the chance to. So now this is the perfect time. Um, ghosting. Mm. The term ghosting, right? Where pretty much you are texting someone that you like um, they're kind of failing you too, and you guys are talking, and then just randomly one side just goes ghost. They go silent. They don't talk. There's no explanation, and then that they either pipe like pipe pop back up, or you just never. They just like view your Instagram story for the rest of your life, <laughs> and that's kind of how it goes. Mm, have you ever been ghosted? Millions of times. <laughs> Millions of times. Mm. It sucks because you're just like at first you're like. Oh, maybe they just forgot to text me back. And then you kind of think about it. It's like, wait, no. (laughs) They're looking at my Instagram story. They definitely are able to text me. They just don't want to. Mm. I think the main reason being is that they might not want to continue the conversation or there's something on their side they're not comfortable bringing up. And they're just like, I'm just not going to say anything. Mm. Have you ever ghosted someone? Yeah. You have? Yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm not a perfect dude. Like, I'll be talking to a girl, and then like, so, in some instance, I'll kind of just think to myself, like, I don't really want to talk to this person anymore. Mm. And unfortunately, I would just ghost them without an explanation. Mm. Karma. Yeah, 
It go it goes goes back and forth, back and forth. And that's why you've been ghosted so much. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Because you think like the you think everything is all good and like oh she feeling me, she digging me. Nah, bro. She just she's just bored. So in those instances, why did you ghost those people or those women you were talking to? Um, main re- well, there's multiple reasons. It could be either a I'm busy and I just don't really have the energy to talk to you anymore. I just I just don't want to talk anymore. Um, B, I have other things on my plate. And although it's nice talking to you, you're not my main priority. We're just talking. So it's not my main priority. Or it could be like, I got in a relationship. I can no longer talk to you. Mm. It's usually one of those three. In all three of those instances, though, is it too difficult to let the other person know? No, not at all. But... The reason being why I used to do it a lot, mind you, the keyword used to do it a lot, mm-hmm. is that I was scared of confrontation. I feel like that's what ghosting is. It's like they're kind of scared of confronting the person and be like, hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore because mm-hmm. they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And they just kind of go on with life. And uh, it's also weird, though, at the same time, right? Because like, if you think about it, right? Everyone looks at their metrics online, whether it's likes, whether it's the viewers and their stories. It doesn't matter how often, but people do it on, you know, they just do it on a basis. And you'll eventually see someone you used to talk to that ghosted you look at your story. And you're like, why, why are you checking up on my life when you're the one who didn't want to talk to me anymore? Right. Mm. And they'll like your pictures. They'll even comment on your posts (laughs) but they don't want to initiate conversation now this is on both ends this is i've done this you know i'm saying the other person has done this as well it's not just a me thing well let's let's break this down because this is becoming like multifaceted or multi-layered yeah um so on one there's ghosting is one thing right Mm -hmm. and then this like cyber stalking almost afterwards is a is a separate thing right yeah so i mean let's harp in on why do people ghost you know i've i've been ghosted a bunch and i've ghosted people before i don't do it anymore but you know for the same reasons that you say i realized that it was just me being a coward and afraid to confront whatever issue you know it is that we have at hand um, for why, like, I don't want to date you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, why yeah. this relationship isn't going to work out anymore. Um, that's, that's one thing. Right. And I think that's like, uh, that's, I don't want to say it's normal, but I think that conf- the fear of confrontation being non, um, confrontational is a fairly normal trait. So I can understand why people might be inclined to do it. All I'll ask is that they, take a leap of courage or a step of faith and honestly believe that honesty is the best policy. And why are you rhyming accidentally? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like just believing that honesty is the best policy and that like the truth will set you free. If you do fundamentally believe that, I do think that it's easier. It's harder in the moment, but long-term, I've never not thought about a girl that I ghosted and that is a much worse pain than the pain of confrontation of addressing reality and letting people know where it is that you actually stand on certain issues Um, and we've talked about before i think i don't know if on this podcast or not but 
um, you know, going back and I, how I had to kind of go back to a lot of women that I dated before and apologize for certain things that I did in the relationship. And part of those uh, conversations were, were with some women that I ghosted. <laughs> mm. And hit rate on them even responding was, you know, almost zero. But, um, and I'm Wait, sure- so do you mean like, they wouldn't respond or they would? Oh, yeah. No, no. A lot of them did not respond. Oh, yeah. They're probably <laughs> salty. They're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah fuck you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, too, I don't hear. And this is when we talked about closure. That's that's when we were talking about this, when we were talking about closure, mm-hmm. is that I don't fault them for not responding. In fact, it's they don't owe me a response. Oh, yeah. Right. They don't Especially owe you anything. if, you know, from their position, a lot of these women, this is years after I had dated them where. I'm getting back in contact with you to tell you that I'm sorry that I left the relationship without saying anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> like so that this... sounds so bad. <laughs> it does. It does. Are we talking about relationships? Or are we talking about all forms of like intimate conversations? I use, I use the word relationship in terms of any interpersonal relationship. Okay. So it, to okay. me, it doesn't matter if it's a romantic relationship, although I am mainly describing like relationships that I had with women and mm-hmm. like I'm, we're not judging it based off of the severity of that interaction or the, of that relationship. Right now, unless you make that differentiation, like, do you think it matters how strong of a relationship you guys had with ghosting or no, just ghosting not at all. I think the board, I think ghosting just involves when two people are obviously liking each other in some kind of way, you don't have to be in a committed relationship. You could be, it could be casually dating. It could be friends with benefits, whatever it is, right? As long as it's intimate, when someone ghosts you, then that's, I would say in that kind of pool, that's allowed as ghosting. I I don't know. Uh, I guess for me, the main reason why I just like decided to do them is just like, you kind of just move on in a weird way mentally as a dude you'll you'll start to notice bits and pieces and you're just like ah i don't really like this anymore and then you kind of just bounce because you want to find the next new thing and that sounds terrible that sounds really really terrible and to go back to what you're saying of like to contact them again i don't think i've really contacted anyone that i've ghosted before like i just feel like it's a little weird to do so Sure. I mean, anything feels weird that you feel like is weird, right? Just that like, felt like so such an awkward pause. You were just staring at me, and I was like, I felt so like, uh, but well, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, because because <laughs> I'm I'm slightly judging you. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, That's fine. I mean, I, I'm just keeping it real, you know, because I think that the same thing is like awkwardness, for instance. Like, it's only awkward if you feel awkward. It's only weird if you see it as weird. And so, like, yes, in those instances, a lot of times, especially in the beginning, like. It was very, very difficult for me to, and I'm like, yo, this is like, yo, like I'm about to call some girl that I stopped talking to a year and a half ago, two years ago, three years ago, or however long ago. It just seemed like, you know, what is what is this for? But at the end of the day, even like I said, their non-response gave me a form of closure, knowing that, hey, you know what? I think that I've changed some aspects of myself as a person. And I want to demonstrate those to you by genuinely apologizing for something that I previously did. I understand and I can empathize with the situation from your perspective and why you wouldn't want to necessarily even open up that can of worms. And I'll accept that. 
because that's just something that comes with it. You know, it's like when you go up to, to bat or like to swing or whatever, you know, you go up, you go up to the plate and you don't know if you're going to hit a home run, but you have to try, you know, yeah. like, and that's, that's like kind of like at the, at the bare minimum, because my greatest fear is that I'll look back and I won't try, or I'll be holding on to something from my past and say, oh, I wish that I would have made amends, or I wish I would have at least tried to do this or that. Because like I said, like, I remember every person that I've ghosted, you know, because it hurts to get ghosted. Oh, yeah. And I've been ghosted before. <laughs> so I know how that must have felt like. And I'm not saying that it's a, you know, multi-year traumatic experience that I caused them in their life. I didn't, you know, kill their brother. But it's or some definitely shit. something that affects you. But it's definitely something that affects people for however long. And for that, like I need to, now that I'm knowledgeable of it, right, mm -hmm. of, of my decisions and like the consequences that they make. I'm also empowered enough to take the steps to make the changes necessary for me to feel like I've made amends with myself. Okay. I can understand that. It sounds very similar to an earlier episode we had when we we're talking about reaching out to past relationships and such and apologizing for the wrongdoings we do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's, I said like, earlier about yeah, like closures. Like it's, yeah, it's, similar it's, to it's that important episode. to mm -hmm. have closures and stuff. Um, I guess the reason why I said I was like, I've never reached out to people I've ghosted is because the people I ghosted were the friends with benefits, situationships kind of thing. But also at the same time, it's like, yeah, maybe I should reach out and be like, hey, I apologize for not really addressing why I left. Mm. Right. Because I think that's really important. Thinking, But even thinking now, I'm trying to like really think like. You know what's interesting? I'm sorry to cut no, you off. Yeah, no, what's, what's really interesting is like. You said that it was the friends with benefits, the situationships, the, those were the instances where you most ghosted someone, right? It's yeah. not like you were in a four-year deep relationship. And you you're got, like, all you right, You got bye. two kids, and then you <laughs> went out for a pack of smoke. So like, it wasn't like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, I do think that um, those sorts of relationships, the ones that are a lot looser defined, right? Like you wouldn't ghost your friend. Oh, no, right? no. Because you, defining someone as your friend, it's like, well, if that's how I treat my friends, like, what does that say about me? Mm -hmm. You know, like a lot of those people for me also that I ghosted were people that I had really casual relationships with. And that's why it was so difficult. That's why it took so many years for mm -hmm. me to go back and even try to like make amends with the situation because I don't like dwelling on something, right? I like to, to move forward. So when I find myself at any point thinking about some girl that I dated two years ago, I know that internally there's something wrong with yeah. that situation, you know? And like, it's because you probably never defined the relationship in the beginning that you find it difficult to apologize for ending it in the end. Mm. That's true. That's hundred percent true. Um, even now I'm currently trying to think of the, the girls I've ghosted. I might have to like actually like self-reflect because <laughs> nothing is coming to mind. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times it's a blur in a way because a lot of times the situationships slash relationships with or whatever it's called were like very short periods of time you know what i'm saying and then it's like all right bye mm. you know what i'm saying it's like nothing nothing else but i should definitely reflect and reach out to those people that i did ghost and be like hey these are the reasons why i ghosted you i apologize for that i don't you know um think you're gonna give me an acceptance. I'm not looking for that. I just need you to tell, I need to tell my truth to you so that way I can make amends of this whole situation. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of, 
that's where I also want to get back to. Let, let's say, for instance, uh, in that time span, right? Let's say, for instance, either they ghosted you, you ghosted them, whatever it is. And we can go back to the, the social media thing. And they're stalking, like, relate, like social media stalking in a way. Like, they always look at your story. They're always liking your, your content. They leave comments, whatever it is. But they, the one who ghosted you, or if you ghost them, whatever it is, don't initiate the conversation. What does that mean? Okay, cool. Because remember earlier, I differentiated between ghosting and then like the online cyber. Yeah, and I'm glad we did that. Yeah, because the ghosting is one thing, right? And Mm -hmm. now it's like, all right, we know why people ghost, right? Because they're afraid of confrontation. Yeah. Okay, now why do they like cyber stalk you online? It's an extension of the same thing. It's okay, they realize like they messed up in the same way that I realized years later that feeling inside of me. But instead of picking up the phone to call them like I did, they find ways to try to enter your life so that you are left with the onus of contacting them for a mistake that they made onto you. Bars. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a form of like manipulation. And mm-hmm. I don't use that word like in a bad way necessarily because we all like manipulate we all manipulate it's just you know it's just basic like human nature what does it mean to be charming we've spoken about that before yeah you know, you're just means, manipulating you're extremely manipulative <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> but in a good way so it's socially mm. acceptable you know like in this same way this is a form of manipulation um where it's like people don't want to they're in deep you know like it's like i screwed up with you and now i need you to come back to me so that i don't have to admit to myself or even you, that I messed up. You hit the nail on the head, bro. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you said that. Some people think that uh, the reason why people stalk others on social media that I like, you know, they've ghosted or vice versa. The person ghosts them, um, and that person always looks at their stuff. Is that oh, like they secretly like them still, or like they're um, they're trying to get back at them, and that might not be the case, right? Sometimes it's they want you to see that, hey, I'm paying attention to your life now. Look what I'm doing. I need you to see that and take the initiative that I myself am not able to do because I have issues with what happened and I can't be honest with myself. So I need you to initiate the conversation so that way I can tell you how I feel, like, but tell you how I feel by beating around the bush. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. And that's, to be honest, why I recommend that any guy who used to date a girl, stop following her on all social media. Hmm. If you guys don't date anymore, like you don't need to be a part of her life anymore, you know, and not in a in a bad way, necessarily, you can be but you have to revert the relationship to friendly as opposed to friends. Okay, you know, because at the end of the day, like, like you said, like you see online, like you see when someone sees what you're doing yeah. or you see when someone likes or comment, shares, whatever, like it is that you're doing. And that can be like intrusive in a way, you know, to a lot of people. And but people who have moved past the situation, it's not intrusive. And usually people who still follow like the lives, the daily lives of people that they used to date or that there was something that happened between them and they find themselves unable to stop following them is because they haven't really moved on. Yeah. You know? I can I can somewhat agree. Okay. Right? 
So I agree that if you're a dude, if you're a girl, whoever, whatever you are, and the relationship has already ended, mm-hmm. there's not really a need to follow them. Like especially if you don't really interact with them anymore, it's like, well, why are you following them? Mm. Right? It's it's like you said, there's some kind of unresolved conflict within yourself that you're not willing to confront, right? But then there are instances where it's like you've both moved on and you guys have grown so much that you follow each other, but it's at a, a genuine, friendly, like, I see what you're doing. You see what I'm doing. It's cool because we're actually cool with each other, mm. right? Some other other times, like 95% of the time, right, most relationships, <laughs> it's like, I don't fuck with you anymore. That's just that's just how it is, right? Yeah. But then there's the few instances where like, you know what? I understand what happened. Mm. We moved on from it and I still have love for you, but... I'm gonna still do me and you do you, and that's that's just how it is, right? So there's like a few of those I have, but honestly, just thinking back, I'm like, there are like two or three. I'm like, why the hell do I follow you? <laughs> there's no need for me to follow you. Yeah, you have to. Here's the thing: is like you have to call yourself out on it. Yeah. You know, it's like I I get to that point sometimes too, where it's like I'll you know open up my Instagram or I'll open up whatever social media, and I'll see someone there, like their their whatever pops up there thing post pops up i'm about to do it right now to be honest (laughs) their post pops up in my feed and in that moment i ask myself like why am i still involving myself in your life Mm. and not out of like uh out of hate but just out of love for myself and my own like mental well-being that like at certain times like you need to realize that someone was only a chapter in your life you know and like i can reminisce on that chapter and it was beautiful and it set the stage for the chapter that i'm currently on but that chapter like I'm, i'm done and unless I'm trying to reread this whole book, like, let's move along. <laughs> That's big facts. I'm trying to, what was that other, her other name? I don't know. This man's I, really over here. No, I have, <laughs> bro, because after this whole conversation, I just started realizing like, yo, there's no need for me to talk to this, like one specific person. I'm trying to look up the second person. I don't know. I forgot her Instagram name, mm-hmm. but the first one I knew. So I was like, all right, I already said my truth to you way, way back. You didn't say anything. So. There's no need for me to, I don't, I don't look at your stories. Mm. I don't like your posts. So why am I following you? Right. Exactly. And, and it's because of there's un, unsolved conflict that I have within myself where it's like, I want her to reach out mm. and to apologize. Mm. But sometimes you're not going to get that. That aspect of your ego. Yeah. Yeah, bro. People hold out. I, I've held out a lot <laughs> waiting for it's people hard. to apologize. It's hard. You know, like, and even at some point, you know, you have to just accept the fact that you're good. You know, like that whole experience, whatever came of it, even the fact that potentially they're not going to apologize to you, all that does for real is make it that when you're in a situation where someone does apologize to you, you appreciate them so much more. Mm. So much more. Repeat that again. <laughs> Repeat it. You know, when when you're when you when someone doesn't apologize to you mm-hmm. and you have to accept that you find the times that when people do apologize to you so much more appreciative yeah 100% i've only had maybe once maybe twice in my life where someone apologized to me for something that they did mm. um but yeah, I, I kind of just not in general, but you mean like specifically in a relationship, right? Like yeah, yeah, context, yeah. like okay, yeah, like okay. specifically in a relationship. <laughs> not, not like not no just one's like, ever apologized to you, like no like, girls ever apologized like, to me ever. Like no, it's yeah, not I was like you better start sounding like those dudes who hate women. Like <laughs> no, bro, I hate those dudes so much. Like yeah. they're 
any kind of extremist is just it's not healthy for it's, you I, I, right i just think it's hilarious how like people coin themselves as like alpha males and like they're so like scarred because <laughs> of one breakup yeah yeah i mean it, 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 that's the thing is like it could have been through multiple experiences with women even like they understand and they get like behavior but like how have they not just graduated past understanding to adapting like that's what i don't get it's similar like, to uh uh it's similar to it's myself like, do, you not, do, not, do, you, do they not think i'm sorry i want yeah. you to go but do they mm. not think like old head ogs like old pimps like from the game who like be 70 years old and are married now like the pimp the og he knows what's up why did he decide to get married because he learned that at a certain point like yeah i know the game i understand human nature male and female so let me like put it you know put them both together and figure out what i need to do to like survive moving forward no yeah i was gonna say the understanding part right mm. it kind of goes back and the reason why i said myself it's like it goes back to the ego Right. So like the reason why a lot of dudes be like, bro, dudes be hurt on the low. They just don't talk about it. They be hurt. Right. So like the reason why, let's say, for instance, if a girl left him on red or she cheated or whatever happened that made the relationship end, they go to the understanding and it's like, oh, it's because women want a dude who's more successful and more physically attractive that whore and like you know, you know what i'm saying like they have they have such a bad mentality of, i was thinking i was like wait what are you saying that's wrong like no, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong right but that whore it's, yeah but it's the understanding part right they're only stuck at the understanding part and it kind of goes back to the principle where it's like they they understand why they do it but it's like but why would you do that like what we had and da 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 and they get really wrapped up on that whole cycle of like fuck girls but i'm a fuck girls at the same time <laughs> whatever it is and like yeah. I, I see a lot in college and i, and I feel bad because i'm i i went to the same thing you know but i had to you have to grow up and realize like like you said adapt to what's going on it's like yeah biologically men and women are supposed to have multiple partners it's not supposed to be monogamous or whatever it is like biologically we're supposed to have find as many mates as possible to create offspring that's the whole point of the thing but in reality, right, you have to adapt and be like, I know the game. I know how it works. You can, I could be this years old and still get game, but I much rather settle down because like you said, you, it, there is a, a crazy blessing with companionship. Mm, yeah. I might, I don't know. I might push back a little bit on the biology part only because okay. I think men are biologically inclined to spread their seed yeah and women are biologically inclined to preserve their seed meaning that yes men want to sleep with a whole bunch of different women but women want to make sure that whoever they sleep with is the right mate yeah like okay. as successful as possible basically yeah 100 percent. I, I believe that as well i was saying we have multiple partners because it sounded like you were trying to, you know, you're trying to get the four wives. No, like. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not with that. What I'm saying is that, like, there can be that one good partner that you see, mm -hmm. but because there's 7 billion people in the world, it's not just that one person. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Like, mm -hmm. uh, that one person could be great, but this other person could be great as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... <sighs> that's... Okay. That's that's opening up another can of worms, man. <laughs> like, it, no, a lot of people are afraid to get in relationships because of that line of thinking. Yeah, 
because like, they don't want to pick the wrong decision. Yeah, they don't want to make the wrong decision. Like in in, and they don't want to like commit to making that wrong decision. Man, I don't I don't even know what to say. A lot of guys, for instance, I see this with a lot of guys who end up becoming like, like very successful later on in their lives, or even after a certain point in their lives. Mm-hmm. Well, like a lot of these guys, it's like when they're younger, they're not getting any play. They're not getting any action whatsoever. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> from experience, but facts. Uh, don't worry, I'm speaking from experience too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they're not getting like any play when they're younger, but as they continue focusing on developing themselves as like people, becoming better men, um, you know, what what other people would say like increasing their sexual market value, becoming more successful, six pack, all that shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, as they you know get all those things that make them like more desirable, they don't lose that anger that they had when they were younger where women didn't like them. Oh yeah, bro. I see that a lot as music artists. Like uh, when I first started making music, especially in in the scene of uh, where we're at right now, where we're located, um, I would see a lot of the girls would go for the dudes who like had the most attention, had the most clout, whatever it is. Right. And for me, I was like, damn, these girls are like ignoring me. Like none of them want to talk to me, whatever it is. And I would be down in the dumps. Right. But alhamdulillah, now I'm at a position where like I'm bigger than those dudes. Right. Because like you said, I started to do self-development and started to just really focus in on myself as a person. And now those same girls are attracted to me. Now, initially I was like, fuck you. Right. Because I was just like, "How, how could you like me? How did you not like me when I was this, but now you like me then, right? And some dudes can't fathom that, but it's just like, well, you were a different person, bro. Yeah, that's Completely that's different that's person. literally my point. Yeah, yeah, is at the time when they didn't like you, why should they? Yeah, you, you had know, no value. Why, like, why should you know? Given what we said, like biologically, you know, and you don't even need to take it from the biological angle. Like, just take it from from this practical angle, if you can't look at things through different lenses, <laughs> like, you know, why would a woman who has options choose the lesser of her options? Yeah. Like you are like, you need to work on yourself so that you become an option, you know, but, and that's the thing is they end up doing that a lot. Like I said, a lot of these guys who like, they, they don't have a lot of like sexual market value when they're young. And then like they work on themselves and they they have things that are deemed like socially successful so they have status they have money you know maybe they're good looking whatever and it's Mm -hmm. drawing them attention now from women they can't move past the shell of their former selves they hold on to the fact that women didn't used to like them and they they might still have that thought that women still don't like me and they only like the stuff that i had they only like you know the things that i've made or done or whatever as opposed to you not realizing that Nigga, you are the one who did all that stuff. Like, they like you now. You know what I'm saying? It's not... I mean, yes, you know, the stuff, but the stuff is a representation of... Of you. Of you to an extent. And that's not to say, like, having a a Lamborghini signifies that you're a good person, but having a Lamborghini does signify that you probably worked your ass off, that you probably have a good work ethic, you know? And it's not always about, like, yeah, these things are, are, are status symbols, but they're also social signals. They're things that like point to who you are like as a person, you know what I'm saying? Like in the different aspects of your like characteristics. So 
a lot of those guys, like, they hold on to it and it's wrong. And what they need to realize is, like, especially if they're really serious about, like, becoming better people and, like, better men, working on, like, personal development, self-development, is that when you work your way up, if you hold on to that resentment, you're no different from that 35-year-old woman who hit the wall, quote-unquote. You know, yeah. like, you're that 50-year-old bachelor who's, like just has nice house and a nice car and like you're making money it's like oh yeah you know i'm happy you know like are you yeah you're not really happy it's like you know you might be happy with a lot of the things that you decided to do in terms of like oh i'm happy like i i had this girl or whatever but like like i said before also like you know maybe women realize that at like 30 and guys will realize it when they're 70 but everyone realizes it that at one point yeah that companionship that partnering with someone else like for a long term is like the way to do it. You yeah. Know? No, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm glad you brought up the uh, resentment part mm. of how dudes or even girls, we can bring in girls as well, where like they're like, oh, you like me now because of all these things. But it's like, yo, you are a reflection of these things, right? I don't have a lot of money, right? But just 100%, I'm 21 years old. I don't have a lot of money. But the things that I do have, my work ethic, the uh, attention that's on my name, my how big my audience is, whatever it is, that showcases it. And then for girls, it's like, oh, whoa, he, two years ago, he was like, eh, whatever. But now there's a lot of eyes on him, right? And that makes you more desirable. Not because, it might be because in terms of the surface level, oh, you have clout, right? Mm. Just, you have clout. But- Deep down, it's because, oh, you busted your ass off when no one else is watching and it's paying off, mm. right? So it can, it can be in numbers. It can be in the engagement. It can be just in, in terms of how people receive your music or how good quality music. I'm talking about myself personally. Yeah, yeah. But how good quality of uh, the product or the, whatever you're doing is coming out. That's the reason why girls are attracted to you. And I understand, though, at the same time, when dudes get like butthurt when that happens, but you have to let that go after after you realize the initial thought of like, oh, why do you like me now? Fucking thought. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> on, on some weird shit, right? But then you realize like, hey, yo, bro, like that that's not the right way to go because you have to understand you literally evolve every single day. So imagine two years ago, you were like an average dude, didn't really have a direction of what you wanted to do with your life. And then two years later, you're popping, you have like, you feel a spirituality within yourself, all these other things, right? That's the reason why people are attracted to you. It's because the presence that you have now, it's now, it's not, I mean, now it's like when you walk in a room, people look at you. It's not, it's not like you walk in a room and no one even knows who you are. It's like, I can walk in a room and no one would know who I am, but presence alone, they're like, yo, who's that dude? Because the way you carry yourself. Mm. Like that. Yeah, it's it's I was having a similar conversation with Wad, our sister, who we need to have on this podcast. It'd be great point. to have her on the podcast. Yeah. And um I was telling her that like, you know, we were having a similar conversation and I was saying that that same point, you know, like why would why would you know they, they don't have a reason to like you at that point in your yeah. life because you don't have anything. And then we started talking about um being the right partner for someone else you know and in the same way that like if you want to like if you are you the right 
partner for the partner that you're seeking. Mm. You know, so like everyone is is like, oh, you know, I I want a, a holy woman. You know, like yo, they you know how you know how dudes are. She needs to be a virgin and a freak. <laughs> yeah, she needs to be a virgin, a freak. She needs to have a flat stomach and a fat ass. Like everything that's like impossible. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's not impossible to be all that. But, but like, <laughs> it's, it's very small percentage. You yeah, know what but, I'm but but I'm talking about like they want a girl who's like a virgin and a freak. In in terms of like they they there's certain like things where she wants a guy who's six foot two, makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. You know, drives a an Audi R8, like, you know, just the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. full beard, six, six pack, like, I don't, I don't know, whatever they like, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, like they want all that, but it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Are you attractive to a man of that standard? Just like for men, like, are you attractive to a woman of that standard? Like you want a woman who is wholesome and honest and trust you. And this comes up a lot in relationships. It's like, People who have trust issues are usually the ones who are cheating in the relationship, you know? Big facts, big facts. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, the ones who are, like, constantly, like, are you talking to them? You, are you cheating on me? It's like, they're the ones who are cheating. It's like, yeah. they're projecting on you the fact that, like, they're so scared that you're going to catch them cheating that, like, they preemptively say that, like, you're, you're cheating. cheating on them. In the same way, it's like, if you think about, like, oh, I want a, someone in the relationship who's honest and trustworthy and whatever, it's like, well, are you honest and trustworthy and accountable and all those other things so that when you find someone who is, they'll be honest, accountable and trustworthy with you, you know, otherwise, like you're a trash option to them. Like those are val. Here's the thing is like a valuable option is a valuable option to everyone, not just you. Like yeah. 95% of people have the same ideals in a potential partner. We all want partners who are honest who are dependable, who are lovable and affectionate. And, you know, like we all want those things. So like if I see those qualities in you, everyone else does too. I need to be the damn best option to make sure that you pick me over everyone else. Yeah. And it also goes back to like biological nature. It's like, let's go back to like animals or I remember there was, uh, it was on the nature channel or something like that. Um, it's like birds, mm-hmm. right? So like there's the female birds and she's chilling with her squad or whatever. They're just True, true, whatever it is, right? <laughs> and then one dude pulls up like, "Ayo, what's good, shawty?" Right, and does the mating like the mating thing mm. with like their arms. And if they're not, if they're not receptive to it, he'll keep trying, keep trying. But then eventually, another dude looks at it. He's like, "Oh no, nah, I'm about to swoop in." <laughs> and he and then he sizes the other dude up. He's like, "What's good? What's good, bro? No, nah, no, nah, look, look at my look at my feathers." Yeah. And the girl's like, "Ooh, okay." It's because like like you said, there's certain qualities slash values that you have now that is attractive to girls. Right. From like even me personally, like two years ago, um, not even necessarily two years ago, maybe like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. It was hard for me to look someone in the eye while mm-hmm. talking to them. Right. Which shows and it, <laughs> it's going to sound bad what I'm going to say. say sounds, it. <laughs> it sounds like you're a bitch. Like, that's what it is. Like, if people can tell that you can't look. Is that hard for you to call yourself a bitch? I mean, no, I'll no, do it no, for no, you right no, now, no, no, bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nigga, no, I don't, I can call myself these names. I'm saying in terms of like hot takes, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, this is a hot take? This is a hot take where it's like, if you can't look someone in the eye, you're a bitch. Oh yeah. No, that's just fact. It's not even a hot take. Okay, okay, cool, cool. (laughs) Moving on, right? So. You know who you're talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like, I wasn't able to look somebody in the eye because, you know, I was just a bitch at that. Mm -hmm. And when someone sees that immediately, your value as a, as a dude 
is like, boom, you're last place now. Because mm. if you don't have the confidence, I feel like confidence is like 80% of the reason why girls would see you as attractive. If you aren't able to like look at yourself and be like, oh, I'm that dude, right? And believe it and actually fulfill what you're talking about, people can detect that easily. For sure. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't fully believe in like objective physical attraction. Like there is like shit man i think 80% of attraction is like confidence almost like yeah. you know or is like honestly it's not even physical elements at all you know like nah <laughs> so like that i mean that, i would say physical elements are like a little like splash on it because if there is a a fugly dude that was confident he might not get the same reception as an average looking dude who's confident Truth, truth, uh, but he still does a lot better than an attractive dude who doesn't try. Oh, facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's exactly what I mean. Is like you can be fucking Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, it doesn't matter. Like David Beckham, whatever. Like the I don't know who people consider. You're you're a super attractive male, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're like you're still unless you're the like literally the cream of the crop. You are Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio, like Brad Pitt, unless you're like someone recognizable, at that instance it switches and like yes, women will actually like <laughs> Yeah, they'll still want you. Yeah, like no no not still want you. I'm saying like yes, at that point they're gonna actually start actively pursuing you to like a, a very serious degree. Oh, okay. But like if you're even if you're just the top five percent, so it's like you're above ninety-five percent of other guys, but you're not like the one percent, like even even at that point, like women aren't just gonna flock themselves to you they'll give you mad hints like yo nigga come talk to me yeah but they'll they won't at the end of the day like like we talked about before being the man in the relationship means taking the initiative so they'll leave the door open but nigga if you ain't running through it they're not gonna come to you yeah like you know what i'm saying like there's it's only so much and like yes there are bolder women yes we're in 2020 but fundamentals are fundamentals like uh, women intrinsically don't want to approach men you know, like that's that's what it is, like, and that's okay, you know, the because that means that the dude who's not as physically attractive is gonna get a lot of girls if he just tries. If he just tries and shoots a shot, there was I forgot what video I saw, but it was uh this dude. You should know from experience, right? Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. No, no. Oh, what were you saying? No, uh, well, two things. I'll touch back onto <laughs> that, but the video I saw, I forgot who it was. But he was saying like, yeah, like my friend used to like take me to the club or whatever, or like the bar. And he was like, I'll bet you like $10 who can get the most like girls numbers or whatever it is. Right. And he's like, all right, bet. Right. But the friend, his mind wasn't to actually go through with the bet. He just wanted his friend to get out of the, like the comfort zone and just talk to girls and just say, Hey, mm-hmm. cause eventually one of them would be like, Hey, they'll talk back to you if you get that shot. If you just take your shot and take a chance, you literally never know. The worst thing they'll say is like, they'll reject you or they'll say no, whatever, move on. Rejection is a part of life. But the right? Sex, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts, whatever. Bro. Like, how right? do you build a business without facing rejection? Yeah, like, like, you're you gonna can't face, have any sort of success in life without being you're rejected. You're going to face like thousands of rejections. Like, but the second point that you were talking about when you were saying like, uh, uh, girls will give you like the mad hints or whatever, right? Girl, bro, I said girl, <laughs> bro, like they will constantly show that they're interested, right? But like you said, they're not going to 
go like head over heels and try to get at you, whatever it is, unless their value is lower, right? But a lot of times it's like if you guys match up, they'll they'll like give you like subtle hints of like how they like you, like the way they talk to you, the way they hug you. It's all like behavioralism. Like you have to really like look at that for a second. Um, I know for me initially, like when I came into college, it I didn't get any of that. <laughs> Bu- building off of that kind of like the reason that like they have suggestive signals as opposed to like outwardly saying something is because that in and of itself is a good indication for them if a you're attracted to them and you're receptive but b if you even have experience in that like category or on like that level meaning that if a woman sees you as a nine out of ten make this real like entry level (laughs) like discussion Mm -hmm. like if a woman sees you as a nine out of ten and she's throwing you hints and you're not taking the bait she's either going to say you're not attracted to me or i'm less attracted to you because you're too inexperienced dealing with women for me to be like to find you attractive oh yeah no you know Uh, like you're not you're not getting it and so then they're like wait a second they start to like second guess how they originally viewed you as like super attractive they're like wait this dude is like you know like and, and, and you'll see the opposite effect, for instance, of what I just talked about. If you don't get it, the opposite effect happens when a guy enters a relationship with a girl, right? And you might be able to speak <laughs> on this, right? When a guy gets into a relationship with a girl, women from the fucking mountaintops come running for him like it's the scene out of 300, like just from the trees, like, ah, la, 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 la. like yo, they come deep, bro. bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, like, and it, the reason being is because that woman who who you decided to partner with, she is now your representative to the woman's delegation, and she lets all the other women know that, hey guys, this dude is pre-selected, he's good to go. I I'm a I'm a wife him down, like you know what I'm saying, like he's my nigga, like. And if the you know the quote unquote like the badder the girl is or the more status that she has. Like the more and more that you become validated just for being associated with her. The most play I ever got in my life was when I was dating a really. (laughs) (laughs) And when I say play, I'm not saying I was playing. I'm just saying the most attention I ever got was when I was dating a a, a girl who was extremely attractive. Oh, no. Yeah. 100%. So, yes, I can definitely (laughs) touch base on this because Jesus Christ. Right. So before I started dating my partner or whatever. Right. Like. I knew the girls at my college were giving me hints. I knew. Like, I'm not dumb, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you, you keep inviting me over to your crib late at night, past 10 o'clock, we mm. all know what's up, right? <laughs> or, like, you want me to, like, spend the night, whatever whatever it is, right? I get it. The reason why I ignore it is because I'm like, I know this isn't going to lead anywhere. This isn't beneficial for me. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I didn't take the bait sometimes because, hey, sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm trying to shoot my shot, right? But then it will curve because something happened on their side. I'm like, all right, whatever. You move on, right? Mm -hmm. The instant that I started dating my partner, DMs, (laughs) comments, suggestive actions, (laughs) all these things, I'm just like, bro, what? How did this... And I'm just sitting there now. I, I was talking to Brandon about this. My my friend Brandon from college, like my best friend. And I was talking to him, and I'm like, bro, I don't understand. Like, why do girls just randomly they, like they don't even have to know that you're dating that person? They just 
there's an instinct like, oh, he's probably taken. <laughs> and then they just kind of go after you, whatever. And it's just like, damn, like, that's so crazy to think. But I also understand at the same time, it's like, if you are taken, right? And people know that you're taken. Now the girls are looking at you like, oh, like he's good enough for a relationship and she's happy with him. I want him now. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I want to do that. And it's just like, yeah. all right, bro. I think, I think that's the first half of it, right? I think mm-hmm. the second half is the effect that it, being in a relationship has on a guy and like his, the way he moves basically through life after he has a girlfriend. Basically, when dudes know they got pussy at home, they don't be out there looking thirsty as hell. Oh, yeah. And that's attractive to other women. That's yeah. the, the basic. Just of not, it. <laughs> not being thirsty in general. Yeah. As long as you're like not trying to uh, always push it, push whatever your, your agenda you're trying to do, and you're just chilling, they notice it. And they're like, why isn't he? Why isn't he hitting on me? Now I want him to like me. Like <laughs> It's like, uh, this is from Timmy Turner. Well, there's two things. Timmy Turner and then Drake and Josh. Oh my God. Crazy, right? So <laughs> Timmy Turner, it was, uh, Timmy was like falling like head over Trixie. Mm-hmm. And then just a lot of bad things were happening to him. He was like, bro, I hate this. So he asked Cosmo and Wanda and he was like, I want you to, I want, I wish that all my feelings were taken away. So now it's just, he's like, he's a blank face, right? Mm. So next time he goes to school, he hops on the bus and he's just sitting down. And then Trixie comes, sits next to him, and then she's like talking to him, and he just he just stares like this, like she's not even saying that. And she's like, "I'm ignoring you." He's like, "I said I'm ignoring you." And then he's like, he's just staring. He's like, "Why aren't you talking to me?" Right? Uh, and it's funny. And then the Drake and Josh thing, which I think is so legendary. I didn't understand as a kid how valuable it was, mm-hmm. but they. What, what was it? Mrs. Peck or whatever her name is? Was spitting game to Josh to tell Josh to tell that girl. So if you guys haven't seen Drake and Josh, if you live under a rock, okay? Drake, in this episode, Drake is, not Drake, Josh is in the movie theater with his mom. And his mom is telling him like, hey, like, I'm going to show you how to get girls. He's like, what are you talking about? Because mind you, Josh never, ever really gets game like that. It was only that one girl, Mindy, mm-hmm. right? There's never any other girl. And so Josh, uh, no, Mrs. Peck tells Josh, Go to that girl, say that you like her shoes, and walk away. He's like, walk away? Walk away. <laughs> and he pulls up on her. He's like, hey. She's like, hey. And he's like, uh, I forgot what else he said, but she was like, whatever. Right? No, no, no. no yeah, no. She says, I like your shoes. And she's like, whatever. And he's like, all right, bye. And he leaves. And then she chases after him like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, I mean, well, those shows are, they're made for kids, but they're produced by adults. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, damn, that's actually some yeah. useful information. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, but because it's 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 true, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when like, you're, when you're carrying the, en- I mean, what, what do people say now? They call it like big dick energy, right? Like, or big dick energy, wet pussy energy. What? what? <laughs> you didn't know that? No. That's for girls. I just heard big dick energy. <laughs> no, yeah, big dick energy that just goes into them is like the confidence, whatever. But for mm-hmm. girls, it's mm-hmm. wet pussy energy. And is that the same thing? It's yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's just for girls. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that phrase a lot because I was like, you know, that's on the guy almost because it's he's not as turned on but as you think. But anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like... Um, 
<laughs> it's taking me a second to and digest yeah, the wet new, pussy energy. These, yeah, yeah, this new phraseology I gotta learn. Like, no, but like, it feels like such an old man. <laughs> no, no, but big dick energy. We're talking about how like that relates to dudes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, like we tell guys like a lot of times, like, oh, you know, have uh, big dick energy. Girls like dudes with big dick energy, and like what they don't realize is like all that means is like, yo, bro, focus on like what you know to be true. You know, if you fundamentally believe in like yourself in the value that you're able to provide in a relationship, then continue to invest in yourself and you'll find better and better options that will come your way. Like, yeah. It's that, that simple. The whole so, thing. Yeah. It's like the, the same thing that happens when a dude's in a relationship, you can create for yourself if you're single by just focusing on your fucking purpose, like staying yeah. in your lane, following like the, the, the passions that you have. And developing them to their logical like ends. Yeah, if you um, want to be a writer, like stop just sitting there and being like, "Oh, I want to, I want to write a book." Fucking like, go it. write the book. Yeah, like, <laughs> like go fucking do it. Yeah, that will make you more attractive to women. You no, know what I'm saying I, uh, like and women don't like a dude who's just, "I want to write a book." They want a, a dude who's like, "I wrote this book. Look at it." <laughs> like, I, maybe that's cool. That goes back to it, right? It's like where we say like men take initiative, hmm. boys don't. So I guess in terms of attraction level for a girl or a guy, whether whatever your sexuality is, it's just that you're taking initiative and you don't really care what people think. You're just kind of in your own, like you said, like in your own lane where it's like, like a music artist or a real estate investor. It's like, I'm doing something I genuinely like doing. I will present it out. Here y'all go. And I'm gonna continue to keep doing it. There is, um, there's a TikTok page I follow and it was like, uh, King's energy or something like that. And it pretty much talks about like for men like you have to like you said focus on your purpose and really hone in on what you believe is true so th there's a tiktok it's a soccer player and he he was just recording his workout right and so you know the um the ladder thing that's on the ground you go like in and out in and out mm -hmm, so he's doing ladder. yeah he was doing that and he was like going in and going in and the girl randomly pops up and she was like hey and he's like hey and he keeps going right and she's like yeah so i, I just thought like you were really cute and i was wondering like can i get your number and he was like, yeah, just give me one second, right? And he's about to finish. Um, and in the comments, everyone's like, she pulled up on you and you said, give me one second and kept going, right? And then the, <laughs> right, which I was like, what yeah, are you talking about? I'm busy. Like yeah, he's busy, right? <laughs> and so the dude that I follow, he was like, look at all these comments saying that shit, but they fail to understand that before she came into his life, he was in perfect harmony with the universe. He does not give a fuck about you. He's focusing on his workout. He says when he's finished, give me one second, I'm going to finish, and then I'm going to cater to whatever you want to talk about. And I, I thought that in itself is just like boss status. Like, don't, uh, I, I've made this mistake too, where it's like, let's say, for instance, uh, a studio session for mm -hmm. yourself, mm -hmm. but then there might be a distraction with the girl, mm. right? I've chosen the distraction, and then 10 times out of 10, it usually goes wrong. Mm. And you're like, all right, that wasn't the right move. I should have just stayed in the studio and just just done my thing. Oh yeah, I mean, bro, if like the people, I think people invest too much into people they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we, we've talked about before, the difference between interest and investment, Yeah. right? Like show interest in the beginning of a relationship like that you're trying to create, but you're not invested at this point. So don't go out of your way necessarily to like do something if like it's the first date with someone right mm -hmm. oh i'm potentially interested in you and like some some shit pops up 
okay maybe maybe not the first date because canceling on a first date it's like a, a taboo ish thing so bro, let me use the second girl, date as an example no yeah if a girl cancels <laughs> i'm not talking to you again well it, it depends on the i've gone out with girls who've canceled on the first date and then we went out actually after that it's the it, it depends it's on how you schedule yeah exactly i was gonna say it depends on how you cancel like if she cancels and like she's like hey i'm really sorry you know this came up can we go again next tuesday cool yeah cool you know what i'm saying if she's like hey something came up okay yeah <laughs> silence and that's that's me waiting for you to to set another date because i set the first one because i'm a man <laughs> yeah initiative yeah right but um the shoot what did we, we just went off on a ramble we I were forgot. talking about uh I, I was saying how i would make mistakes we're talking about interest and investment yeah so people it'll be the second date for instance and you have something that came up right you'll go out of your way you'll be like oh or even on a first date, for instance, if a guy goes and, I mean, I don't care how much money you're making. If you're over here, like, let's do dinner and drinks and this and that on a first date, it's like, bro, like, you're just trying to get to know them. Like, why are you investing so much of your, like, time and energy and whatever when you could just go and, like, buy ice cream and go on a walk, you know, or, like, just Literally. sit down and just sit, like, on some tea and then go on a walk afterwards. Like, notice how a lot of my dates involve going on walks. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, because you don't want to spend no money. It's not even about the money. When I'm talking about investment, it's not even just money. It's about, I'm not investing, I'm not trying to deviate too much from, so say for instance, I'm setting a first date, first date for instance with someone. I'm just trying to get to know you, even if it, know to even if I like you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at this point, I don't want to de like involve myself too much because I don't know anything yet. Right. Uh, sure. The more and more I get to know, the more and more I'll invest myself in like, say, for instance, like you're my girlfriend and you're like, hey, let's go out on Saturday. Cool. I'll block off Saturday. You know what I'm saying? The whole fucking day. But if I don't even know you, I'm going to be like, hey, Tuesday at like or not even Tuesday. I'm going to tell you like, yo, Sunday, <laughs> like a day I don't even have anything going on. I'll be like Sunday at 7 p.m. Like, let's do this because yeah. I'm going to fit you in because I don't even know if I like you yet. So what's the point of me like investing my time and stuff by rearranging everything and like i said a lot of guys like i see it they they'll go out and they'll like drop money and time three four hours on like going to multiple places multiple bars with like this chicken at the end of the night they spent like a hundred bucks or more it doesn't yeah. matter like how much money you know what i'm saying like i try not to spend over ten dollars but <laughs> you know that's like, a good rule of thumb oh yeah on a, on a, i mean you can do like a million different things like there's so much that's free but anyways um, they spent all this money and so now it's like it's weird because now it's like now it's 11 p.m. or 1 a.m. or whatever it depends you guys did you've been with this person for like three hours you, you don't really like them as a person because after a certain point you were like uh let's just smash because I spent all this money and so like mm -hmm. the way that you look at the whole interaction is completely different than if you would have just been like hey meet me at 2 p.m. We're going to like just sip on some tea and I'm going to get to know if I and even just, want to like yeah. continue dating. <laughs> no, yeah, just like for an hour, maybe two, just talking, getting to know each other. But I feel like a lot of dudes have made the mistake. I'm not saying drop $100, but they've definitely dropped money, time for those dates because they were always kind of told like, oh, you have to do this and this and this, right, for the first date. And they do it. And then they, unfortunately, they'll think in their heads like, Oh, so she'll let me smash. She'll yeah. let me smash. And it's like, no, you know, she doesn't 
have to. I was like, you didn't need to do all that if you were yeah. just trying to smash. If you're like, trying to smash, just let her know. Yeah, I was like, you didn't need to do all that. Like, yeah, but <laughs> you could have took your hundred dollars and went to like cooker.com or some shit. Exactly, like, <laughs> right? Exactly. But it kind of just goes back in in terms of like interest and investment, like you said. Like you have to really just point out and see the kind of person that you want. And in order to do that, you don't need to invest so much of your time. The other use of that time could have been on your purpose, what really excites you, what really you know, drives your life every single day. Um, we shouldn't make everyone such a priority. It's not necessary. When they make you an option. Treat, uh, what, 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 is that, what is that saying? Um, treat a girl like a celebrity, she'll treat you like a fan. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any um, like last minute closing remarks? Yeah, closing remarks to this whole situation. Wow, we we touched on a bunch of topics, so it's hard to find like one. Yeah, we talked about ghosting, talked about relationship <laughs> stalking, we talked about um, investment and interest, but on a deeper scale. I would say, as always, the best thing to do is to be honest with yourself. If you've been ghosted, if you have ghosted other people, be honest with yourself about why you did it, about why you think it happened to you. Learn to let go. Grow up. This is almost like just general advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like learn to grow let up, grow. Save your money. <laughs> <laughs> Stack that bread. <laughs> you know, but like, no, for real, for real. Like, the... The best things that come out of life like come when you come to a place of acceptance. Like mm-hmm. when you learn to accept reality for what it is and stop existing in, in like the fairy tales that we build in our heads. Like if you believe that you can build a fairy tale in your head, then build one that you want to be a part of. You know, a lot of people I feel like are hopeless with romance. We talked about that before. A lot Last of, episode. Yeah, a lot of people you know, um, feel like you know, love isn't for them. Relationships aren't for them. They, they've been ghosted before. A lot of people hold on to resentment from when they were kids or when they were younger and people didn't like them because they were in middle school and we were all in that awkward teenage phase. I would just say accept it so that you can grow from the experience. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say as a last remark, um, boss up just show your old self that you're better than that and when you do boss up look back and uh just see that whatever happened has happened and that's the past you can't control how people thought of you before then but what you can control is the way you react yeah the way you respond oh yeah yeah, the way you respond i apologize that's a way better way of saying it Mm. Um, we don't react we respond proactiveness you know what I mean Mm. but yeah uh, it's been Ahmed and Luffy and this is the Brotherly Love Podcast thank you guys again for listening stay tuned